The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the Money Answer Show with host Jordan Goodman. Whether you are starting out, deep into your retirement, or somewhere in between, the Money Answer Show has the know-how to help you. Now here's your host, Jordan Goodman. Welcome to the Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is Susan Bruno. She is the co-founder and CEO of Diva CFO. Uh, which is a Stanford, Connecticut-based company that helps people, particularly women, with their personal finances. Welcome to the show, Susan. Thank you for having me, Jordan. Let's just start with your background a little bit and uh, what you've been doing and how you created uh, Diva CFO. Okay. Um, I'm a CPA who specializes in personal financial planning, and I have been working with families for over 25 years to help them coordinate all aspects of their personal financial plan from tax, insurance, investment, retirement, estate, and debt. But we kind of act as their CFO. We don't provide, for example, we don't manage money. Um, We just help them coordinate it in a holistic way, and we believe that all financial plans have, um, you know, should be coordinated from a holistic way. And my experience has been um, with the families that I work with that a lot of times the women don't participate because, uh for whatever reason, you know, maybe they've delegated that task to their um, to their spouse, and we really wanted to create a new, um, more creative platform for women. And so, Diva CFO is the creation of myself and my daughter to make learning about finances, make it a fun platform, make it visual, make it creative, and really speak to women in a clear and concise way. And what we found is the men love it too. So, even though it's called Diva CFO, it's welcome, free for anyone to use, and has. Really, really helpful information. Well, we're going to cover a lot of different areas of personal finance in this interview, but let's kind of start at a broad view here. Uh, why is it that women in general have not learned about personal finance, don't take that much interest in it, uh, need the kind of services that you're providing these days? Um, you know, it certainly has nothing to do with intelligence. Women are just as smart as men, and they're probably smart to delegate this, but now they're smart to take it back. Um, you know, just as like, I don't cut the lawn at my house. My husband does. Do I want to be the lawn? No. I'm happy to do the the financial side. Um, A lot of women do the carpooling and other things. So, you know, we all can't do everything, but this is one area that we're really focusing on getting women to take charge, to become, as my daughter didn't realize that CFO stood for Chief Financial Officer. She thought it stood for Chief Financial Organizer. And all we're asking women to do is not understand what arbitrage on Wall Street, even, you know, I could tell you most people don't even understand what that means. But our point is get organized, get in the game. And when we talk about personal financial planning, the women say, I'm tired of being out of the loop. So that's our acronym for Tax Investment Insurance Retirement State and debt, so you know all the areas you, you need to participate in, even if you are going to collectively make the decisions, don't delegate that task. Let them cut the lawn. Don't let them make decisions about who's going to be, 
you know, how much you're going to set aside for retirement. So, so that's, I think, the biggest reason. I mean, we work with plenty of women who have the capacity to understand this. It's just they choose not to. Um, but having said that, there are plenty of women out there who don't like um, you know, they, they were afraid of math. They didn't like math. I happen to love math in school, and they figure they can't understand this. What we believe is if you start with the basics, and the basics truly are getting organized. So Diva CFO is all about what it takes to learn the basics, to get organized, and then we actually, out of this, decided to create an app for the iPhone. So for $4.99, we send you off on a scavenger hunt, to tell you, when I say get organized, you're probably saying, oh, good, I'm ready to do that. What is she talking about? What do I need to get my hands on to either paper file or, more importantly, especially after Sandy because of floods and fires, is to e-vault. And what we mean there is to put your information in the cloud so it's accessible from anywhere possible. Um, so anyone who has an iPhone, definitely go to Diva Docs. And download it for $4.99. It's going to change your life. It really, truly will give you a step-by-step approach to get all of your information organized and in the cloud in a safe and secure platform. If, however, you haven't embraced the cloud or you, um, you don't have an iPhone, just go to Diva CFO, and we actually have a tab called Printables. And under Printables, we actually have a list called the Diva Survival Guide. So it will tell you every single document that you should have um, filed, whether, again, if it's e-filed or um, paper filed, to make sure you get your hands on to start a discussion. So we call it Find It, Learn It, File It. Find It, we tell you what to find. Learn It means don't just file away that flood insurance policy, see what it actually says, and then file it in a safe place so it's accessible when you actually need it. What kind of difference has it made when you've had a woman who might not have been that involved in their finances all of a sudden learn about these things and wanting to be involved in decisions? Do you get resistance from the husbands? Does it cause more tension that, that, that had not been there in the past? That's a really good question. I will tell you, the time that women do come to me, unfortunately, are when the five Ds hit. So women show up when death, divorce, disability, including dementia, disaster or debt occur, then they're on my doorstep saying, please, please, what is it that you, we've been working on for the last 20 years together? So that's not the time because you certainly can't, just as we couldn't pre- prepare emotionally for what just happened with the hurricane. Um, we, this is a situation where we're saying you need to be prepared, not scared, and prepare yourself financially. And so I, it's too late after the five Ds occur. So your point is so well taken. I force them kicking and screaming to come. And once they realize it's not so bad, that we there's so much more information provided in a way that doesn't include jargon and is relatable to their lives. So, you know, we don't have to talk about esoteric estate planning strategies, for example. We'll talk about things that mean something to them. It isn't all boilerplate. It means, you know, it's, it's meaningful to the individual client. So what's interesting about our blogs each day, it may, the blog may be, how do I talk to my elderly parents about money? You may say to yourself, well, gee, I'm not in that situation, but I can email it to someone else that I know is in that situation. So in two or three paragraphs, they have this really meaningful share, if you will, with one of their friends that says, this is financial planning information you need and you need now. So that's, it's, it's 
really daunting to say, I need to understand everything about, you know, the difference between an adjustable rate mortgage or a fixed rate. Well, guess what? If you're not refinancing your mortgage, who cares? Um, so we need to really tailor it to the need of the client. On a one-on-one basis, we can do that. But when we're trying to reach my daughter and I, she's 23, she's great with visual and communication. I'm great with numbers, so we collaborated and made it fun and playful, and we reach out to millions of people now that allow us to share this information. It's all free, so and it's meaningful to them. You talk about the big picture versus the small picture when it comes to financial planning. Are you saying that a lot of people get wrapped up in small things and, and miss the big picture. What does it mean when they're supposed to look at the big picture of their financial plans? Well, don't don't get me wrong. Cutting coupons and saving 20% at a store or following Groupon is all great. We all need to save money. But what I really want women in particular to focus on is, are we saving enough for retirement? Is our will up to date? Is my child that I just sent off to college, do I have a HIPAA release for them? I want them to now embrace in the, with the same kind of passion and energy the things that are really important, the big picture things in their lives. Do we have flood insurance? Should we have it? Um, we call it the Goldilocks test actually for preparedness. Do I have too little, too much, or is it just right? So believe it, September happens to be National Preparedness Month, and that's one of the things we say is focus on big picture at that moment. And when people say, well, what do you mean too much? We all know what too little means. You know, sometimes you can cut back in certain areas. For example, if your homeowners or your auto insurance has a very low deductible, but you really need to buy disability insurance for the wage earner, well, you can kind of steal from Peter to pay Paul. You can borrow some dollars from one area to secure your coverage in another area or put more money into a 401k. So you're using the same dollars, but you're, you're allocating it in a different way. And those are little tips that we give on Diva CFO. Now, you say one of the most important things is to pick a financial advisor in the first place uh, that's compatible with what you're looking for. What are some mm-hmm. of the things that people should, should look for in finding the right financial uh, advisor for their needs? Yeah, you know, this is something, let's first define what a financial advisor is, because as I mentioned before, remember our tired acronym, which is tax, insurance, investment, retirement, estate, and debt. So if you're going to hire a financial professional who does all of those things, who can act as your quarterback, who isn't going to sell you products you don't need, then that's great. So let's talk about hiring them. But sometimes people define hiring a financial professional as an investment advisor or a lawyer, for example, to get their estate planning done. So I'm going to give you just some basic um, rules of thumb that apply to all areas. And my first and favorite is we all know and and respect certain uh, professionals, advisors, whether it's in the office or we met through our CPA or through our – ask them because they're not going to stick their neck out and refer someone unless they know or trust them implicitly. If if it's someone you know and you trust, then you're pretty safe to say that if you go to that individual, whether it's an investment manager or, you know, the attorney recommends the CPA or the CPA recommends the attorney, and you really do trust them and there's no hidden agenda, and you can ask them, is there a 
conflict in you recommending that person? Do you get paid by that person? So the investment advisor, whoever it is, so how, what is your relationship with that person? And in most cases, especially with attorneys and CPAs, they're not paid a referral fee, so you can trust that. So that's my first. If you're new to the area, you may not have the luxury of doing that. In other words, if you've moved, because a lot of these professionals are regional. So if you can't, then just do your homework and ask questions. It's, you know, you kind of an Angie's list, but just start asking around whether it's um, new colleagues that you're working with, is there someone that you trust? Find out the products and services that they offer. And my favorite question to ask the financial professional, regardless of what person we're talking about is, what's your sweet spot? If it's a CPA, am I going to be an important client to you? Same would apply to an attorney or an investment advisor. You want to ask them that so that you know you're going to get the attention and respect that you need and deserve. Now, if they're gathering new business and just trying to grab any client, get a little concerned because there is, you know, that's why I like to kind of start out by saying, gee, what's your ideal, who is your ideal client? And make sure you fit in that profile. Then when you ask for references, you can say, who is most similar of your clients that are willing, not all, willing to be used as a reference that would match my situation. So if I'm a 35-year-old young professional with small children, I don't want a retiring couple that's, you know, that uh, maybe is recommended for an estate plan or, or um, an investment advisor because that may just not match up what I need. I'm saving as a young professional for education, and they're really starting to draw money in retirement. So those are a couple things. Obviously, they're experience and credentials. And my final, and I know this is going to sound really crazy, Google them. Set up a Google alert. While you're going through this professional check, if you will, Throw this individual's name with their credentials in Google Alert. Um, certainly, if they're an investment advisor, you can go through the SEC websites and the FINRA websites. But we had a situation recently, which is just heartbreaking, where a client's parents, it's not our client, but the client's parents had hired an investment advisor many, many years ago. If they had just put the investment advisor's name into Google Alert, okay, and this is simple to do, anybody can do it, it's free, they would have found that this individual who had been their trusted advisor for many years had already been in trouble by stealing other clients' money. He was skirting around it by changing names, but it took us about five minutes to find out that this guy was, you know, kind of a mini Madoff fraud. So the internet, people just, you know, again, if you trust that professional advisor, that's great, but then go and Google it. It is so sad what people take advantage of other people in such, you know, no matter how trustworthy they seem, don't, you know, you got to keep your guard up at all times. So that to me is so, so important. Perfect. All right, we're going to go to a break. Uh, This is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show. My guest this hour is Susan Bruno. Uh, she is the CEO of Diva CFO, which is a, a financial planning firm mostly aimed at women in Stamford, Connecticut. We'll be back after this. Up-to-date business and financial news. Call now and get the financial information you need. 866-472-5790. 866-472-5790. The experts are here. Voice America Business Network. 
go behind the scenes of what you see, hear, and read on the news. Learn the ins and outs of public relations on Stars of PR with Cindy R. every Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time. Cindy Rakowitz is a Clio Award winner and is the co-founder of BR Public Relations, who wants to share her PR experiences and knowledge with you. Learn how to handle a crisis, deal with celebrities, and become a terrific PR executive. Listen to The Stars of PR with Cindy R. every Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Today, enterprise technology is both strategic and global. Each week on CIO Talk Radio, IT thought leaders from around the world share their experiences with listeners as they discuss with Sunjog All how they are trimming costs and partnering with business to innovate and help IT become more competitive. This means better care for customers and improves the corporate bottom line. If you want to keep up with IT thought leadership, listen to CIO Talk Radio with Sunjog All every Wednesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel, the bottom line in business talk. Whether the market's up or down, or if you're looking to improve your portfolio, our experts are ready to talk to you. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is Susan Bruno. Uh, she's the co-founder and CEO of Diva CFO, uh, which is a uh, financial planning firm mostly aimed at women in the Stanford, Connecticut area. Welcome back to the show, Susan. Thank you. Tell people what they can find at your website and, uh, and the, your uh, blog, and just tell them what, what's available at uh, your website. Okay. DivaCFO.com, you will find daily blogs on important topics in all areas of personal finance in a format that's fun and playful. It's clear, it's concise, there's no jargon in it, and there are topics that are meaningful to you and or your friends, and you can forward it there. The blog was actually, and DivaCFO.com is the blog. If you happen to be a female entrepreneur, you can be you can be uh, profiled there to share your company, so feel free to do that as well. We also have really neat giveaways. But So, again, it's a platform that's fun and playful. My daughter and I created it to be in sort of the same vein as a lot of the interesting um, blogs and websites, and she loves Pinterest and all of that. So you can see there's nothing daunting or nothing to be afraid of. We want to Diva CFO is all about being prepared, not scared, on a topic that women hate, which is finance. But men follow it, too. What we did is we created that as the sister companion to our app, and our app is Diva Docs. So if you have an iPhone or an iPad, you can download Diva Docs, and for just $4.99, you will have in your hands the ability to take control of your personal financial life from organization, which is the first and most critical step, the foundation for financial security is actually organizing what you have before you can go out and really understand and create a personal financial plan. All right, so let's go into that, into what people should organize. Now, we just had this big storm, Sandy, come through where a lot of people 
we're not really prepared for disaster. So what are some of the things people should do to prepare, prepare? I mean, it doesn't even have to be a disaster, but prepare for the things in life that in many cases they're not prepared for. And also makes their lives easier. What people, we all know, is we've, if we organize that front hall closet or the junk drawer, don't you feel good when you go in there and you can find it without any effort? I, I went, took the dog for a walk and, and went to find the gloves in the place I thought they were, and they were there. And it's just that moment of, oh, boy, isn't that easy. That's what we want for more important things. Every vital personal and financial document that you have is probably, as we show in a visual, picture a stack of papers and imagine that stack of papers all neat and organized in a filing cabinet, paper, and then organized in a cloud filing cabinet. And what we mean there is that it's virtually stored and accessible from anywhere in the world. So the first step was, again, our whole goal is to make this not a daunting task, make it fun. So we made it a scavenger hunt, and we broke it down, and we have really fun, playful icons um, to, to designate Diva Dwelling, Diva Doe, Diva Essentials, Diva Debt. So each of these categories, as you can imagine, as the name applies, you know, implies Diva Doctor. So let's take one of the categories, for example, Diva Essentials. Imagine having a photocopy and I'll tell you what I mean by that, a copy, um, that you have everything organized but a photocopy and a paper file of everything from birth certificates, diplomas, driver's license, uh, school information, Social Security cards, passports, all of that information, all those pieces of paper that may be scattered around your house or in you know, your safe deposit box, you should actually have a photocopy of. But more importantly, they all come with numbers, and many of them come with expiration dates, such as a passport or a driver's license. So picture this. You enter the information, and I have two children, so they're always calling me, Mom, what's my Social Security number or my passport number? You enter the information in a totally secure Apple, not connected to us or Apple, but secure location stored device on your iPhone, which has double password protection, and then with your iPhone or iPad, you actually take a picture of that document. So what you have basically is from anywhere in the world, and picture if you're on vacation and you've lost your passport and you're in Mexico, you can pull up, whether you have your iPhone or not, you can go to, we've integrated it with Dropbox, which is free, a photo of that particular document. It will also remind you in the case of a passport a year in advance, it will come up as an alert or a push notification that says it's time for you to renew your passport. So all those documents are kind of your vital essential um, documents, but then we segue to the money side of it. And so, for example, Diva Doe, why not have all of your bank account information, all the information about who your financial planner is, all the information about your IRA, it's there. Who's the contact person? What's the account number? When, you know, a reminder to make that IRA contribution. All, all of that information is going to be under the money side of it. It's, you know, it's going to be both a combination of reminders. Who's your broker, for example, if you have a stock broker or money manager? It allows you to enter your cost basis information in there. Is this something you have to be entering on an ongoing basis? I mean, the passport and all that's like a one-time thing. But like financial records, like bank records and brokerage records, is, are the automatic updates automatically going in there, or are these things you have to be entering? 
That's a really good question. What we're not trying to do is what many other of the financial, like an e-money or a mint, do. We're not actually trying to get you to use this as a um, account aggregation so you see how much money you have in the bank. We're trying to use it so that when you're trying to transfer money from one account to another, you have the account number. So, for example, your um, it'll remind you to make an IRA contribution, but it won't necessarily have at your fingertips an update of the value of your retirement account. What you will have, however, because you many people don't have, is a copy of the beneficiary designation. Because when people fill out those forms, they file them, and if you've been with the same broker or bank for years, you've forgotten who you've put, and very, very often people will put spouse if they're married, and then they'll name the child that was born at the time, and P.S., they had three children since then. So our job, basically, is to say, wait a minute, and that's We call it find it, learn it, file it. So if we say go find, for example, your IRA designation, wouldn't it be nice to have it at your fingertips to learn it, meaning review it? What does this mean? Gee, it says my estate. Does that make sense? Oh, I've gotten married since then, or I want this to go to my my brother. So learn it, and then primary and and the secondary beneficiaries, and then file it. So it's at your fingertips, both easier. It's more designed for for, uh, documents that don't change. And documents that do change, basically. And it could be documents that change. It's just that our goal isn't to update that kind of information. For example, you know, your passport is going to change. Whenever you change it, you would want to put the new passport. But you're right. Yeah. It's about organizing. Imagine every piece of paper that's vital in your house. It's okay if you have an old bank, bank statement, as long as it's still, it's still that account number that you make a photocopy of, for example. So most people in America are not organized like this. Right. So what, what economic pain are they feeling by not having oh. all these documents in order? What, what, what's the downside of not being organized? Okay, Let, this is perfect. I love this one. Okay, so let's just take um, the, the diva defense, and defense means, you know, basically anything insurance-related. We want to defend ourselves. We want to transfer risk. So let's take this last disaster, for example, and if, let's just say your homeowner's policy you were underinsured. So we actually, in the month of September, said everybody pull out all of your insurance coverage, make sure, A, you still have it, and, B, it does what you think it's going to do. So if you're homeowner's insurance, perfect example, people have done a lot of renovations in the past 10 years. They've put granite in the kitchen and crown molding and all kinds of fancy siding and roofing. If they didn't actually have the insurance um, carrier come out to the company to see, oh, wow, this house used to be kind of a standard house. Now it's got all this custom work. And their house either burned down or flooded in this last horrible situation. You may not be covered the way you thought you were covered. That's financial disaster. That is, you're doing yourself such a disservice by not managing your insurance portfolio the same way you're managing your investment portfolio. Perfect case in point besides homeowners would be, do you have disability insurance? So when we say, again, scavenger hunt, oh, go find that disability policy. So stay-at-home mom says to husband, you're our sole provider. Could you give me a copy? Because now I am going to help you help our family stay organized. So get me a copy of your disability insurance. He says, I don't have disability insurance. Now you have a dialogue about whether precious dollars should be spent because if he became disabled or vice versa, she works, he stay at home, the breadwinner becomes disabled. That is a financial 
disaster. Same thing for life insurance. So, so when, when insurance a, a spouse that's not keeping track of these things dies, typically unexpectedly, you know, the husband exactly. has a heart attack on the on the treadmill or something like that, and the, the wife has no idea where any of these records are. What what happens to their life when things are not organized when something like that happens? Well, you can imagine just. I mean, it doesn't matter. I mean, obviously, if you have young children at home, it's even worse because you're dealing with their trauma. But um, even my mother's, my mother's 75 years old, and her friends are panic-stricken because they don't have control of this, and they want to take control of this. And how can their legacy from their loving husbands be this, not knowing where anything is? It's horrible. And it's not because they're doing it because they don't love their wives. It's just you've got to make time for this. And that's such a terrible thing. It's so hard to deal with death. But then imagine dealing with death and the uncertainty of, will I be able to pay the dog walker next week? You know, there's bills to be paid. There's, you know, there's so much. Can I buy groceries next week? I don't even, you know, in some cases, you know, women don't even control, you know, paying the bills. That's the scary thing. So get in the game is what we say. Get in the game. So when you're organized like this, you know where everything is, it helps both sides because uh, the husband in that case would know that his wife's going to be able to take care of things instead of being lost in the dark. Because I hear a lot of people who the wife doesn't take any interest in it, the, the husband dies, and then she's completely clueless as to records or taxes or account numbers or anything like this whatsoever. They're completely in the dark. And I think it's just professionals like myself. It doesn't matter whether it's me or the lawyer, the you know, their tax preparer, their investment advisor, to say, let's just sit for a moment and visualize if some something happened to Joe or Jane. Okay, tell me where I'd find X. And I don't know. Well, that's not okay. So, but what I want to tell people is, don't look at this as a daunting task. If you do, you're not going to do it. Start with little steps. And with Diva Docs, our baby step, our first one is dump out your wallet. So we literally say, you, you'll get into it if you do this because it's so fun and so easy. I actually did it on an airplane where I opened up the app. I dumped out my wallet. I put my credit cards and, and my Costco card and my driver's license and my health insurance card, and I entered everything into the app. All that information is there, and it's secure. Okay, good. I'm done. Now my next step is, oh, God, let me take a different category. Let me. And when I put my hands on when my homeowner's insurance renewed, oh, let me. Now here's the key. Scan it in. My iPhone, I'm not going to want to take a picture of 20 pages of my homeowner's policy. So what I want to do is I actually want to go to my local library, my office, my home if I have a scanner, scan the document in, and then you put it into Dropbox. Dropbox is free. Our app integrates with it, and you would have immediate access and syncing of the iPhone slash iPad and Dropbox. So I actually, okay. if you, we have a really good demo on divadocsapp.com to show you how to do this. This could be a little bit nebulous for people. Okay. And then, you know, the house floods, you've got your documents. Okay, we have to take a break. Uh, this is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show. My guest this hour is Susan Bruno. Uh, she is the CEO of DivaCFO.com, a uh, financial planning firm based in Stanford, uh, mostly aimed uh, to help women. Thanks, and we'll be back after this.
the business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio, Voice America Business Network. Join Patricia Raskin, the host of Positive Living on VoiceAmerica.com, Monday, 11 Pacific. This program brings you practical and inspiring principles for living a more authentic, engaging, and passionate life. Patricia's guests will give you a formula for connecting, giving, forgiving, and miraculous living. So tune in and call to Positive Living, Mondays at 11 Pacific Time, right here on VoiceAmerica.com. Today's business marketplace is becoming increasingly global thanks to technologies that didn't even exist a few short years ago. Your business might be a startup or you might be one of the global 500. Either way, you're probably looking at customers and competitors in faraway regions. Listen for Global Reach with host Tay Revez as she brings together experts, ideas, and listeners to help you anywhere in the world. Global Reach is broadcast every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Leadership is a vital skill set in today's competitive global economy. Being a leader is not enough. To succeed, you must optimize your performance and know how to imbue others in your organization with leadership skills. Practical, actionable leadership insights are the focus of Leadership Development News, hosted each Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, by Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler on the Voice America Business Channel. Doctors Greenberg and Nadler, who coach global leaders on how to be most effective, will share their insights and contacts. The path to leadership excellence begins here. Always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to the Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is Susan Bruno. Uh, she is the CEO of Diva CFO, which is a website and financial planning firm designed to help women uh, invest their money and do better with their money. Welcome back to the show, Susan. Thank you, Jordan. It's so nice to be here. One area we wanted to talk about was casualty losses uh, with the recent hurricane. What are some of the rules people should know about uh, what's deductible and what isn't and how they should claim casualty losses? Okay. And before we go to casualty losses, just think about it. I've lost, I've had major damage to my home. Where do I go? Okay, if you had flood insurance, first place to go. That trumps homeowner's insurance. So first is flood, and then is homeowner's. FEMA falls in there if your area has been considered a disaster. Then FEMA, flood first, homeowner's second. Homeowner covers more things like wind. Watch your deductible on your policy for homeowners, if it's hurricane-related, your deductible is usually 10% of the replacement cost to your home. That's catching a lot of people by surprise. They may have lost roofs, shingles, you know, trees and houses and things, and they didn't realize that their, you know, $1,000 homeowner's deductible is actually 10% of the cost of replacing their home. So, um, so that's the first place. But now if you get to the point where you've tried to get from FEMA and you got what you could and your flood policy and your homeowner's policy, but you're really still out of pocket. So not your gross, what we call in our industry, the top line number, but your, what it costs you, less what you got reimbursed, less the salvage value. In other words, if there's some, 
salvage value if you lost your gutters, but you could take the copper or whatever your gutters are made out of your metal down and you could make some money off of that. So, But generally speaking, it's what you lost less what your insurance company covers you, but it's still a big number. So let's say, you know, now you're out of pocket, I'm going to say $10,000 because it wasn't covered and a combination of your deductibles. What you need to think about is take 10% of your income, and this is what's called adjusted gross income, which is your income less what you've set aside for retirement, and if you're self-employed, what you deducted for self-employment tax and, and health insurance. Take 10% of that number. So let's hypothetically say that that number is 50000 So the fir- 10% of 50000 is 5000 So 5000 of the 10000 would not be deductible, but the remainder would. So the most important thing for you to do is really keep track, keep records um, on divacfo.com. Today's blog is, gee, how do I estimate? Gee, that carpet got wet and it wasn't covered under my any of my insurance. My clothing got wet. What do I do? Be really organized. We're all about organization. Be really organized. Set up an Excel spreadsheet or handwritten if you don't use a computer. Make sure you take pictures of everything, document everything, and go to catalogs, see what they were worth. Now you've got a sense of a whole number. Subtract from that entire number. Um, There's a special rule where you have to deduct $100 for each item, and then you total that number, subtract what insurance paid you, and that balance provide to your CPA or your tax preparer. So, so it has to be a pretty major loss to be over 10%. I mean, it, it can't yeah, be some small are, thing. That is absolutely true, but we are seeing some major losses. For example, flood insurance does not cover shrubbery. It does not cover seawalls. It does not cover docks. You know, the people who were hit were the people on the water. Their homeowner's policy does, probably does not cover it. Our dock alone is a ridiculous amount of money. So I'm not even going to share with you what our, our total loss is that isn't covered. So, yeah. so there's going to be a lot of people in this uh, disaster that are, are not oh, yeah. going to have coverage from either flood insurance or home insurance. They're going to have to swallow it themselves, right? They're going to have to swallow it themselves, and this is a way at least to get a tax break for a portion of it. Every penny counts here. Every penny counts. (laughs) When you're dealing with insurance companies and say they come in with a lowball estimate for what's going to be the replacement cost, uh, the value of replacing it, are you supposed to accept that or you fight back? How do you deal with insurance companies that come in with offers? If you know that that number is too low, you can actually hire an independent appraiser to come in and challenge it. And this is something um, Consumer Reports did a good piece on this that said, make sure you know your rights, and your rights are that you can definitely challenge it. Okay, good. Uh, I'd like to go to another topic now, which is uh, kids and uh, having kids. <laughs> uh, you did a recent uh, blog on this topic. Uh, kids can be wonderful, but people are often not completely financially aware of what's involved with having kids. What are some of the steps people need to take where they're going to having kids, they're about to have kids, to prepare for it in the best way financially? Yeah, um, I would say even before the baby arrives, make sure that you can handle it. Is your living situation appropriate to have a small child in? And do you have the health insurance you need, not just for when the baby arrives, but for the birth of that child? So it is something people need to take very seriously. I have two children I love more than anything in the world. 
Um, so money should not be the issue, and yet at the same time, we all know that the financial burden and tension it can cause in a family is significant if you cannot afford to have a child. Believe it or not, and I think this number is actually higher, but the um, Department of Agriculture estimates that average nationwide cost of raising one child from cradle to college, not through college, but to college, is, you know, almost $400,000. So we're talking about a significant amount of money. So if you're just making ends meet, think twice before you have that baby. And I will say, it's not even just the baby. Think twice before you have the puppy. The puppy costs, too. We actually did a blog on the true cost of having uh, a pet because, you know, just it, it's so expensive and the joy that you envision is there. The joy is there, but we have to be financially responsible. We have to right, be so able Let's to go through some of the areas. Let's go through some of the areas you need to be. So let's talk about insurance for the first. You talked about health insurance a little bit. How about life insurance? When you've had a kid, how should you review your life insurance? Um, if your, your your life insurance coverage, what you need to think about is, if I were to die today, what would my family need to care for the family really until, you know, the, the child is independent to maintain the current standard of living? Here's the thing. Most people don't realize term life insurance is very, very inexpensive when you are young and healthy. So what you want to do is say, what's the cost of raising this child and providing for a college fund? And now let me devote some of the dollars that I have for, let's think, most kids go to school when they're, you know, 18 or 19 years old. If all I can afford is life insurance, there's something called 20-year term insurance. So I'm going to make sure the child is covered and obviously the surviving spouse. Now, there's always, you can always assume, which is a bad assumption, but people do it all the time, that the surviving spouse will remarry and their new spouse can take care of the family. I would never, ever make that assumption, especially when we look at the cost benefit. And it's staggering how inexpensive it is to purchase term life insurance um, for, you know, for a young, healthy you know, individual. So, so you think so it's that, better to have term than to have some kind of a cash value policy just because it's more affordable? No, I agree on cash value. Actually, I, if you could afford it, I wouldn't even bother with term. Term is like renting and cash value policies are similar to, um, you know, saving um, and, and, and buying a home. So if you could afford it, I would get a whole life policy or a universal life policy that builds cash that you can access on a very tax advantageous basis. But if you're squeezing out every penny, Make sure you know that life, that term life is an alternative, and it typically has a conversion feature to permanent life insurance that you can, when your income goes up, switch over, and you don't even have to, at that time, if your health has changed for the worse, you don't have to um, provide new medical. So is your sense that most people come to you are underinsured on life insurance for what their family needs? Uh, almost always. Almost always. Now, I will say, older individuals, what we see is they're not buying it, obviously, to put their kids through college or whatnot. They're buying it basically for estate planning reasons. But what we're seeing more and more is the desire to leave money to their children, which are, you know, typically children and grandchildren, um, and they want to create what we call an inheritance floor or a guaranteed inheritance. So they're buying permanent life insurance to provide not for, for the surviving spouse necessarily, but for for an inheritance that they know will be there for the children. Now, another area is saving for college. Uh, 
how do you start building a college fund when you have a newborn and going along and, and where, where should you be putting that to make sure it's there when they, they need it for college? Um, God, I'm such a big believer. If all you can afford is, you know, $25 a month, just get started. There's so many people who calculate the numbers. There's a lot of good tools. Um, if you go to 360financialliteracy.org, it's actually the AICPA has this great website with all kinds of financial information, and there's a toolkit there that helps you. And when you do the numbers, you're going to fall off your chair because college nowadays, my son's at Boston University, and it's $60,000 a year. I mean, and then, you know what you're going to do? You, well, forget it. I can't. It's like anything else. If it's so daunting, you're not going to do it. What I say is get it going, get it in the budget, whether it's a small amount of money now and you can work up, just get it going. Start saving. If you, um, 529 plans are a wonderful way to start saving. If you want to use Uniform Gift to Minors Act, you can use that, which is really just a savings account for a minor child. But just get going. What I encourage people to use, um, if they're not using a 529, is to go with a um, mutual fund that allows the money to be withdrawn automatically from your bank account. Again, start small. You can start it or stop it any time you want. 529, if you are in a state where that's deductible, you should really look at saving through a 529 plan and see what your state program is. Remember, with 529, you don't have to stick with your state. If you happen to like fidelity over, you know, another brokerage house, you can switch between. It's not state-specific, and it doesn't matter where the child goes. My point is... Save, period. Save. Just get in the game. It feels so good. People don't realize that spending has that momentary feel good and wearing the outfit or the new purse or whatever, but saving feels just as good. It really does. Very good. All right, we're going to take a break. Uh, This is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show. My guest this hour is Susan Bruno. Uh, She is the CEO of Diva CFO which is a financial uh, planning-based firm based in Stamford, Connecticut, uh, aimed at women clients. Uh, Her website is divacfo.com. We'll be back after this. It's up or down, or if you're looking to improve your portfolio, our experts are ready to talk to you. Call now, toll-free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Bob Pritchard has over 30 years of experience as a straight-talking business consultant and author working with some of the top Fortune 500 companies. 
Now he's come to the Voice America Business Channel to help you and your business. Tune in to the Bob Pritchard Radio Show for information about starting and successfully running a profitable business. From the movers and shakers to great marketing screw-ups, you can't afford to miss a single edition of the Bob Pritchard Radio Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now. Toll free. 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to the Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is Susan Bruno. She's the CEO of Diva CFO, which is a financial planning firm based in Stanford, Connecticut, aimed at women clients. Welcome back to the show, Susan. Thank you, Jordan. Okay, estate planning is something that uh, people often don't deal with. Uh, as of right now, estate planning tax laws could change dramatically on January 1st with the estate exemption going back to a million, tax rates going up. What should people do, and, and, and what happens if they don't do a proper estate planning? Um, I know this is going to sound odd from a CPA financial planner, but the first part I'm going to say is forget about the money. That The most important part of an estate plan is to actually make sure you know where your estate is going if you were to pass. And what I'm saying there basically is if there's you know an important coin collection that it gets to the right person, that there isn't family disconnect or... Um, the family harmony, to me, is the best legacy you could leave ever. And believe it or not, it's people not having an estate plan that causes, you know, fighting amongst even small amounts of money. Because if we look at even the exemption going from $5 million, as you stated correctly, back to a million potentially on January 1, which is what's on the books now, really will have less than 2% of the country who will, be, who will have a federal estate tax imposed. So what are we really talking about when we say estate planning? Is that a rich man's game? No, it's not. If you have minor children, you need to name a guardian. If you, it doesn't matter, you know, whatever you have, if it's $5,000 in the bank, you don't want to leave it to three children without a will that are going to fight over it. You want to make sure you're very clear about, you know, any aspect of transferring wealth from one generation to the next, no matter how small it is. But part of estate planning is also about real things, and that is, gee, if in this disaster we had Hurricane Sandy, we had fires, we had floods, we had all kinds of terrible things happen, if you don't have a living will or a health care um, advance directive, who's going to speak for you? And that's the part of estate planning that we actually clarified that my sister happens to be a health care attorney, and what she did is she actually differentiated. So a medical power of attorney allows someone to speak on your behalf if you cannot speak for yourself because, you know, a timber knocked your head. Um, it doesn't mean you're on death's door. It just means someone needs to be able to speak to the doctors on your behalf. We have a free link and a free guide on divacfo.com that the American Bar Association. So if you can't afford to go to a lawyer, don't Ignore this. Take care of it. There are standard forms. They are state-specific. 
a living will, as we all know, with the Karen Ann Quinlan and um, Terry Schiavo. We had terrible situations where there was family disconnected as a result of not deciding should we pull the plug or not. That's a living will, so that's healthcare. And for those of us who launched our kids off to college and we just want to be able to talk to the doctors, that's a HIPAA release. So, so what, what happens if you do not have all these documents, which many people are in test state, do not have wills or any of these healthcare powers of attorney, what happens in those cases? In terms of the money, it's going to go based on what state law says. So if you die without a will, the, the state will decide where your property and where your minor children will go. And that alone gets my clients to say, wait a minute, and it doesn't matter whether you you know, have a little money or a lot of money, everybody needs a will. Um, so this, you don't want the state making decisions for you. With respect to these health documents, in an emergency situation, certainly with a child, many times we actually have heard that, that care has been held up until they can find you know, the parent if they're traveling or whatnot. Generally speaking, however, if it's life and death, they're going to do what has to be done. But living will is something where someone, be, especially you know, older people or someone in a terrible accident, can be kept for a very long time where the state intervenes as well, where lawyers have to be involved because one side of the family says yes or the institution says the plug should be pulled or not. Get that done. That's Again, we've got free resources on our website. Don't leave that to the state or some institution. You certainly wouldn't. The other thing that everybody should have, and this is really important, especially if you're displaced, is uh, a list of current medication. Make sure the family member or friend you trust the most has the list of every medication you're on. Because you're in a car accident and they have that little piece of paper that says ICE in case of emergency or it's in their cell phone, and the first thing the ambulance person's going to say to you or the EMT is, what medication are they on? And you're going to say, I have no idea. Yeah. So why would I know that? That's, that's part. To me, I add that to my estate planning. Um, and then all uh, We have a pretty short amount of time to go, so I just want to go to some other areas briefly. Okay. You have five tips for financial plan planning disasters, basically, what are those five tips? The first is stash the cash. Always have cash on hand. And if you fold up a $100 bill, stick it in your wallet and make sure you have it always available because you may need gas by a gas station you don't know in a situation like this, but also have three to six months living expenses in the bank because if you had to stop working in the middle of this flood, who's paying the bills? You're still paying the bills. Um, the second is run a fire drill on your estate plan. If you're saying, oh, what's she talking about? I already have my will, and you have no idea what it says, pull it out once a year and actually read it and say, oh, mm, little Johnny shouldn't get that money anymore or whatnot. Know that you should be reading the plan, not assuming, yes, I have it, check the box. The next is, we mentioned a little bit before, the Goldilocks test on all your insurance. Is it too much, too little, or just right? The next is what we just talked about, do it annual health document checkup. So make sure you have the HIPAA release, the medical power of attorney living will. Again, this is on our website, divacfo.com. And finally, as we talked about in depth before, file an EVOT, file every vital document. Your life will be easier. You will get reminders. We have such a fabulous, fun way to do it. And God, you're going to feel so much better because you're going to be empowering yourself. Uh, let's just end briefly talk about investing. Uh, yeah. A lot of women might not be comfortable with making investment decisions. How can they get involved in uh, investing in stocks and bonds and funds and all the different things they have to choose from in a way that they can handle? 
Okay, find out who's managing their money right now if they do have someone managing it. And the reason why I say that is it's shocking to me how many women have not met their own professional advisors. They just know that Joe handles the tax return and Dina handles the will, and it's amazing to me. So sit down with the investment advisor and say, you know what? Because the investment advisor actually knows you're going to outlive your husband. (laughs) Sit down and say time to teach me. They, a lot of these investment, uh, whether it's a brokerage firm or money manager, actually have great um, seminars and things. So start attending those and maybe even start picking up some information. Again, we do some, we, we do information, just basic information about investing, what is asset allocation, what's risk. You know, start doing that and, and really empower yourself. Where are the, where's our retirement money? Just know where it is. That's where you should start. Where is our money invested? Do I even understand the difference between a stock and a bond? I should have the basics. And do you think that investing decisions should be made jointly once you go forward? Absolutely. Absolutely. And if you don't understand it, don't invest in it. Seriously. And you find a lot of people do invest in things they don't really understand. And that's what the problem was with, you know, all of our financial disaster recently is people could not understand, you know, the crazy derivatives and arbitrage and options. Um, so, you know, stick to the basics. Well, it, you know, that is something. And I'll tell you, I love Vanguard. I'm a big believer in um, using some of these low-fee, high-integrity, very well-diversified, There's and they are so helpful. There's a lot of... Um, free information out there from high-quality people um, to learn. And as you move up the ladder, you may want more help from a money manager as well. So, um, But, again, they work for you. Remember that. There's no such thing as a dumb question. I will tell you, men ask anything they want. Women are afraid they're going to look stupid. Don't <laughs> fall good. into that category. <laughs> Very good. Okay, well, thanks so much. My guest this hour has been Susan Bruno. She is the CEO of Diva CFO. Her website is divacfo.com. Her uh, uh, tagline is be prepared, not scared. And all of the tools she's given you during this hour should certainly be helpful in getting your financial act together in various ways. So thanks so much for being a guest on the Money Answer Show, Susan. Oh, Jordan, thank you very much. It's been my pleasure. Thanks again. We'll be back with another edition of the Money Answer Show next week. Goodbye for now. Thank you for joining Jordan Goodman and the Money Answer Show. If you have a question for Jordan, please visit his website at www.moneyanswers.com. And be sure to tune in every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time right here on Voice America Business. See you next week.